Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our T-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Richard Dawkins, who is considered an atheist, he was branded the name Pope of Atheism, was asked the question, how did love come into existence? Now, most people know that he's a zoologist, a biologist. He believes that evolution can answer every single thing. And he says, love is nothing more than the stimuli that you experience when biting into a candy bar. Richard Dawkins must have not had too much love whenever he was growing up, and he most likely didn't have very healthy relationships, I suspect, if he thinks it's nothing more than biting into a candy bar. There's been entire empires that have crumbled over men willing to give their lives for women, as well as women willing to give their lives for men. There are some people out there that if they're female ends up passing away or dying, they cannot continue to exist in this world. There are people, whenever they lose someone that they care about, they find no meaning and purpose anymore in life itself. No matter how much money you give them, no matter how much property value, no matter how much materialistic things, there are religious people and atheists alike that know that love has such a powerful bond that if you truly care for someone, if you truly love someone, you'd be willing to die for them. That doesn't seem like that goes well with survival of the instincts. That doesn't seem like that goes well with survival of jungle rules. If someone you care about is wounded or hurt fatally or dies, you do not want to carry on. Why is this? Well, the evolutionist will explain that the reason why you have love in the first place and why it's almost as if you're programmed to fall in love is because nature wants you to be able to reproduce. It wants you to have children. But that's strange as well because there's a lot of women out there who are barren. There are men out there who are not able to conceive children. There are vice versa. Sometimes both people in a relationship are incapable of having children. Yet, they stay with each other. They love each other. So clearly it has nothing to do with reproduction. I'm sure the idea of two people being together and loving each other may have some sense before they find out that they have these type of health issues or anomalies going on with their anatomy. They probably think it would be really cool or an interesting idea to bring life into this world and then be able to share in those lives between the two who have the bond. But the question you have to ask yourself is, where did all these chemicals in the first place come from that even make the connection from dot to dot on having the bond in the first place? 
Where is this chemistry coming from? Where at in nature can we seek or go to be able to find this magical chemical? Is it in radiation? Is it in some sort of food or dieting that we've done? Did a long time ago Neanderthals walk through some magical mist or something that caused their variables and their chemistry to change? Did some kind of monkey climb a tree and fall down and bump its head? And then all of a sudden it realized, oh, I care about other monkeys. When did the whole emotional caring and loving even come forth at all? If we were to go back as far as we possibly can, all the way to the point of abiogenesis, the very start, whenever it transitions over to evolution, there is no explanation whatsoever why these simple organisms start taking on all these complex chemicals that make them love and care. The atheist will say something to the effect of, well, if we didn't have these chemicals, then we would go extinct. If we didn't have these magical instincts that seem to be programmed into us that we inherit somehow from our parents, if we didn't have this desire and this love that we're talking about, then, well, we just wouldn't have been able to make it as a species. Yeah? How about that, Captain Obvious? <laughs> but uh, you're you're talking about the horse instead of the carriage. Why did the chemicals get in there? I'm going to say this as I've done in a couple other videos, talking about other subjects having to do with evolution. So what? Nature doesn't care when you're born. Nature does not care if you reproduce. It doesn't care if you have one single children or 10,000 children. It doesn't care. It does not care if you end up having children and then they all die slowly and horribly. Nature does not keep score on when your birthday is. It doesn't give a damn how long you survive in this world. It doesn't care if you're willing to be altruistic and take allow your life to be taken in the place of someone that you care about. Science has not been able to answer even the most simplest of questions. Where does the love come from? Where does the bond? It just simply answers everything with, ah, some chemicals are emitted off of the female creature, and then the male creature suddenly has this attraction. It has this receiver or this receptive ability to be able to smell things in the air or hear things in the air and feel things. And then it goes and it mates and it bonds. But nature, where is nature producing all these variables? Where is this information coming from that is causing one creature or one human to care about the next? Why is it that when someone dies, whether you're an atheist or religious, you will say to yourself, it should have been me. It should have been me that died. I'm terrible. I'm bad. This person didn't deserve to have this, whether you believe in a God or not. There are countless atheists as well as religious people that have asked that question when your mother or your father or a child or your grandparent died. You say, why did it have to be them? Why not me? I'm no good. I'm not worthy. Why should this person be gone? Why should this happen in the world to this person and not me? 
why do you even ask these type of questions for if it's all chemistry, if it's all laws and rules of the jungle? Why do you even bother to go to funerals for? If you're an atheist and you don't believe that a person has a soul, then what attracts you to even go in the first place? Why do you even show up for this uh, ritual that is obviously very spiritual and religious to go do what? The atheist is probably going to say, well, it's in order for the living to be able to, you know, hold the memories. Well, can't you do that at home? Why do you have to do that there? And why are you even spending the money on a box or a casket for? Why are you even forking over money for cremation? Why do you even bother? Once the person's gone, that's it, according to you. So why grieve? Why mourn? Why do you even have the ability to mourn and grieve in the first place? At what point in time did you get hit by magical materials from the earth that caused you to go from a non-sentient rock to a caring, mourning, grieving person whenever you lose something that you love? Well, if we didn't have those chemicals and we wouldn't be alive, well, you're going to die anyway. You're already going to die from the day that you were born, from the day that you were in your mother's womb, every second therein and out. You are dying. So what's the point? What is the meaning? What is the purpose? Why do we even ask questions like, why is there meaning and purpose? Why did nature instill in us this want and desire to have meaning and purpose to our lives? Why does purpose and meaning even matter? Why does matter even matter? Is there some kind of chemical in our head that just says, oh yeah, everything has to have some kind of value system to it? Why? Why does it have to have a value system? What chemicals are sparking in your head that tells you that that's the case? Why? Why? Is that the only answer that science is ever going to give? No wonder so many people end up leaving atheism. It doesn't answer important questions, does it? You can't even explain scientifically why it is you love your own mother, or why you love your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You can't even explain yourself why is it that you might hate yourself. Where did that come from? Why would you even hate yourself for? Isn't this the roll of the dice of biology that just happened? Why would you hate something that doesn't have any intrinsic value or metaphysical for? Why would you have hatred towards your own identity, towards yourself as a person? When you look in the mirror, you see some disgusting wretch for, based upon what and whose perception and why does it matter? Because perception and everything is set on chemistry anyway. What does it matter? To one person, you might be beautiful. To another person, you're the ugliest thing that ever walked the earth. And all this is supposedly because of these neat neurons and photons and just stupid stuff going off in your head. It's odd. It's odd. Well, ladies and gentlemen, feel free to leave some comments. Explain to me how it is that what these special chemicals are that make you love and is making you willing to die for things that you love or people. 
I'm all ears. God bless. I hope you have a wonderful day. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.